Hi everyone, Grant K here for the Flame Premium Learning Channel. Welcome to part 2 covering the Connected Conform workflow. In the previous video, we conformed multiple sequences that were all linked to one set of source media. Any changes to the source media will instantly ripple through all the open sequences in the sequences reel. So video 1 primarily dealt with the source media and the source sequence. In this video, we move to the next stage in the Connected Conform workflow, as we will now link the metadata of all the common segments across the open sequences. If you would like to follow along, please go to the first video and click the link in the YouTube description to download the media. Alternatively, if you're watching the podcast version of this video, then please refer to part 1 for the URL. Now picking up from the previous video, we conformed a 10-second, 20-second and 35-second spot. In that process, we created a sources sequence that determined the longest piece of source media for all the sequences to share. Please note that the process of creating the sources sequence also establishes the source media link between all the sequences. Even if you were to close the sources sequence or delete it, the source media link is still established between the conformed spots. You can always come back to the sources sequence if you need, but as you move on to linking the segment metadata, we will use another type of analysis. If you haven't already done so, close the sources sequence. Now if you tab through the three sequences, I just want to highlight the similar structure between the three edits. This may not always be the case, but the point I'm trying to make is that similar to sharing source media, these sequences will also share any VFX or motion graphics. Ideally doing any multiversioning, it makes sense to do any VFX work on the longest segments within the sequences. And the VFX results will then be fed down to the shortened edits. Now since the segments are all different lengths spread across three sequences, it is quite difficult for you to work out which segments may or may not be the longest. So if you click the drop down arrow, you can choose to create a shot sequence. Flame Premium analyzes all the sequences and determines the longest segments from all the open sequences. A new sequence is created which is called the shot sequence. This sequence takes all the longest segments and assembles them into a single sequence. As part of the analysis and assembly, Flame attempts to assemble the segments in the logical running order in relation to the three sequences. It also recognizes multi-layering within the three sequences and builds the longest version that will eventually serve all three sequences. So the shot sequence can be considered as a master timeline where all the work can be performed and the metadata can then be updated in all the other sequences. But please be aware that if you regenerate the shot sequence, it will overwrite the existing one and overwrite your work from the previous shot sequence. But if the segment metadata is synced to the other sequences before regenerating the shot sequence, the other sequences will still have all your VFX work. You will see how to sync segment metadata towards the end of this video. Now the way you tell that the segment metadata is linked is by the link icon in each segment. 
This indicates that the segments are linked together across all the open sequences in the sequences reel. We'll come back to this in a minute, but it's worth pausing at this point and discussing the difference between the sources sequence and the shot sequence. The sources sequence is all about source media and sharing media across the sequences. It will always contain a single track of the longest portion of media used in all the open sequences. The order of the media is arranged using tape name and timecode. So all the media is exposed in a single track. You could distribute the source media if you wanted someone to work on the sources while you work on the VFX. When you get the updated sources, for instance they have been graded elsewhere, you can relink the media back into the sequence. Please remember, the sources sequence can be used for source metadata editing. This includes changing tape name, timecode, file name, pre-processing, color management and media linking functionality. The shots sequence is all about segment metadata and sharing VFX across the sequences. It will always contain the longest segments copied from any of the open sequences. It assembles the sequence in a logical manner as well as preserving any layering information. So if you start thinking of the VFX breakdown, you would use the shot sequence to name and separate each VFX shot and distribute it if you are working collaboratively within your facility. So the first step in using the shot sequence is to assign shot names to each of the segments. Press Ctrl A and select all the segments in the shot sequence. Now call up the contextual menu and choose Rename Shot. When it comes to setting up the shot names, you could define it through the Preferences menu or Python scripts if you are working on a facility standard. But you can also manually define it through this window. This production is all about a UFO crash. So we can use this as the basis for our VFX shot naming. In the text box, type UFO underscore underscore VFX. We also want an ascending numbering order to each VFX shot. Place the cursor between the two underscores. Click the Add Token pull-down menu. Choose the Background Index token. This token will number each segment, but it will also apply the same numbering to any layered segments above the base layer. This means any layered segments will be considered as part of a particular VFX shot. Click Rename Shot. If you zoom into the shot sequence, you can see that each segment retains its original name but it also has a new shot name added to identify each VFX shot. If you tab through all the sequences, you will see that all segments are linked and the VFX shot name will be carried through all the segments in every sequence. So at this point, if you were to work in any sequence, you could synchronize any effects work. Now here is an extra tip. If you ever wanted to know where a linked segment is located in any of the sequences, you select the segment and call up the contextual menu. Here you will find an option called Shared Segments. When you look in the sub-menu, it will show you all the sequences where the linked segment is present. When you select any of the items, the sequence will switch and highlight that segment. 
So it's a great navigational tool that could be very useful for checking each instance of the segment in every sequence. Coming back to the main workflow, working in the shot sequence is preferred because it contains the longest instance of the segments compared to the other sequences. Now switch to the timeline area. In terms of effects, you can have timeline effects, batch effects, and batch. As you know, each kind of effect is applied differently and we'll cover each one of them. So let's start in the sequence with timeline effects. Select any segment in the shot sequence and call up the effects ribbon. Apply a color warper to the segment. Now drop the black levels and increase the white levels to create a bit of contrast. Secondly, drop the saturation to around half. Increase the blue gamma to make the shot cooler. Now let's add another timeline effects. Call up the effects ribbon again and choose Matchbox. In the file browser, scroll down and choose Vignetting. So let's say we have our effects applied to this segment. If you toggle through the other sequences, you will see that no effects have been copied over. Switch back to the shot sequence and call up the contextual menu on the segment. Click Sync Shared Segments. When you toggle to the different sequences, you will see that the timeline effects have been applied to the same segment in each sequence. This is selection based. So you can select specific segments and sync to their shared metadata, including timeline effects. This can also be done in any of the sequences and not just the shot sequence. As long as the segments are linked, you will be able to sync them between the sequences. Some extra functionality that is not so obvious is that you could share a common render across the sequences. For instance, render the segment in the shots sequence. When you call up the contextual menu and sync the shared segments, Flame will sync the metadata as before. However, if the timeline effects had been rendered before syncing, then the render will be shared across all the sequences. You can see this if you tab through all the open sequences in the sequences reel. Moving further on, let's say that you want to have the same timeline effects on a few more shots. So in the shot sequence, hold control and select the original segment. Still holding control, select some of the other segments in the sequence. And finally, select both timeline effects. Now drag the timeline effects onto the selection. When you scrub the shot sequence, the timeline effects is applied to all the selected segments. As before, the other sequences are not affected by any of the work done on the segments. So once again, call up the contextual menu in the shot sequence and sync the shared segments. When you toggle the different sequences, the linked segments were synced with their respective segments and all the timeline effects have updated. So the shots sequence establishes the link between the segments and their metadata. And the sources sequence establishes the link for the media used in the sequences. Keep these differences in mind to avoid confusion. In the next video, we'll go through a batch effect scenario when it comes to shared segments and metadata.
We'll also look at the workflow of using batch within the context of the connected conform workflow. This includes creating batch groups, as well as replacing the rendered effects in all the open sequences in the sequences reel. Comments, feedback, and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching, and please remember to subscribe to the Flame Premium Learning Channel for future videos.